Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. DFS, DFS, DFS. Got lots of golf for you, buddy. Looking forward to it. TBC yep. Sawgrass. Great tournament. Things change really quick, though. With the lead down the stretch, you go into the 17th hole and you see the little island green and bang, bang, bang. Sometimes you put lots of balls in the water. Sergio screwed me hard that year. Real hard. We'll get to some Major League Baseball uh, DFS yep. uh, so you can fade our starting pitchers. <laughs> but uh, let's start off uh, with some golf. No, I, actually, I'll take one for the team there. I don't think you had Dylan. We both no, bet, I did. We bet the order. Oh, you no, bet. You had Bundy too. Okay, then I both feel we're both stooges. Then okay. Yeah. I thought you had somebody no, else. You were not, just betting Baltimore. I did not bet. Uh, no, I did bet Baltimore. Oh, I so did. did I? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I texted you when I was on the train. And I'm actually going to bet Baltimore again tonight. Of course you are, because it's a good play tonight. Don't worry about what happened yesterday. That's old news. That's the thing, man. Like I know it's hard to do it, but it's a good ga- game. I'm telling you, when v- Vince and I are tracking it, you win more than you lose when you come back to these teams that get embarrassed, man. It's just one of those things. If you have any professional pride, I know the Orioles suck, but they're in a good spot tonight. And Scoglin for Kansas City, that guy is a pretty bad pitcher. We've seen him get oh, rocked a lot. Yeah, he's, he's got terrible. a six uh, six eight four uh, ERA. Exactly. Dodgers have been money burners, but they're only yeah. minus one twenty tonight. I kind of lean. I kind of lean Dodgers too tonight. tonight. They're going to get to Corbin tonight. I think. I'm actually on you with the Dodgers. I, I like agree the baseball board tonight. Yeah, me too. I, I like the Braves as well. Yeah, I was looking at the Braves. I'm not. They haven't made my final card yet, but it's been a pretty good afternoon other than the White Sox. But, uh, yeah, I, I think know. we're going to have a good night tonight. I think the White Sox might be turning into uh, sort of like your uh, Cleveland Browns. I think maybe you should stop betting on the White Sox. Yeah, yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting pretty close, yeah. When you when you blow a four uh, three-run lead in the ninth inning, yeah, that's pretty upsetting. My advice would be only take the White Sox game when they're really big dogs. Like at home when they're, you know, when they're getting yeah, plus, plus, plus one. one yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, worth yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their home field is is – is null. Like you're right. It's, there's no home field. You advantage. want like a plus one fifty or no more. Fan. Yeah, you know when you're getting you know plus one hundred, plus two hundred with the White Sox on the road. They win one one game in a three game series. Yeah, Boom, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. They win two. You showed a nice profit. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Actually, yeah, you're, you're I'm right. Not saying they never take the White Sox, today. but you know, not when it's at home when you're not getting enough value. That's my advice. They were leading to the last bat of the game. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I hate. And that, see, but again, they lost. You, yes, yes. And that's the problem with the Cleveland Browns, too. It's hard when a team fumbles in the end zone. Last play of the game against the Detroit Lions. Golden Tate, dee, 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 running through these guys like a video game. When you see a team as close as a dog, it doesn't get a run. You go, oh, they weren't blown out or whatever. But, yeah, you're right. A loss is a loss is a loss. And in the end... It's minus units, so screw it. I don't want any more minus units. I was going to wait till after the show to bite into this apple, but... Yeah, just do it. Know what? That apple looks fresh. No? 
I've had it for about two days. Oh, it's been in that bag for two days. No, just I'm just looking at it. It looks like a really nice apple. I wish you had another one. <laughs> Got Diet Coke. Oh uh, yeah, I know, I know. I, I'm plowing this Diet Coke. I tell you, I've never, I've never had. This is the most Diet Coke I've actually had in my life. I've only had it once, and I didn't like it. But now I'm drinking it because it's free. I slightly considered having a Diet Coke last night. Yeah, just said no. Well, I was like four in the morning. And uh, no, it's not. You don't want that before you go to bed. Stick the Gatorade and the things that you know. Go down the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I drank water. Water is the best thing you can do. I I plow water, Marenzi. I buy a case of twenty four of those. I probably drink about eight of those a day. You know, eight of those little five hundred milliliter uh, bottles. I think I eat a, drink about eight a day, and then I also get another couple gallons up my nose with my sleep machine at night. So I'm basically uh, drowned in water. I would have eaten the apple during our commercial breaks, but they're so damn fast. You, I know. I told you. Like I just went to take a quick leak in there, and that music was playing again. If you're tuning in right now and you own a business, please, please advertise. Yeah, we got a so show for long, you. Yeah. Longer commercial breaks. Longer commercial breaks. We love your product. Hopefully, it's food related, and you could send me and Marenzi coupons too. And- Cam, Cam brought up a great point earlier, like. You know, as it is now, we have time for a quick leak. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to plan out. If you had, like, uh, rumblings down there, well, you, had, you had some sort of meal. Let's say you ate some uh, Chinese food or something, Cam, a couple hours before you come into the studio. Yeah, well, you saw what happened. could be a problem. It was a problem. Remember when I talked to your concierge and he gave me, he goes, here's the key. Don't tell anybody I gave it to you. And I, I used the, basically the sauna bathroom there to, uh, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a panic. I made, I, oh, I made sure. I go, if I do this during the show, I won't be back for 27 minutes. Like it's right, it's right, <laughs> it's, it's in the swimming area. I see these kids with their water wings and I'm in the, I, I'm in the crapper. The so. last, the last place we were at, the bathroom was literally like half a mile away. Oh, like, actually, yeah, it was. Like you'd have to go on like a, an adventure journey and you really couldn't pull it off during a commercial break. You almost wanted to take a leak there just to say, hey, I can't come back and do the show. And now, uh, you know, Mike Cardano is trying to give the listeners uh, the best uh, the best bang for their buck. It's a good bang. You got big, uh, big bang for their buck uh, with uh, as much programming crammed into these 60 minutes as possible. You're damn right. Hey, we, we love it, hey? The programming. Back to the nuts. Catching up to the host. <laughs> I will say this, though. Even using the Water Wing Sauna Bathroom at Renzi Studio... Is quicker than the than at the other place. And by the way, the other place was barricaded. We couldn't even get in. <laughs> yeah. And you needed two keys. Like I don't know. Like I'm all for like security and stuff, but there should not be two security keys to get to a can. Man, like, come if, on, man. It's all got to be on one fob. If any like uh, union or work association ever like saw what was going on in oh, that building, yeah, you'd be you got a big, good case. Yeah, big problems. Lionel Hutz could have took you to the cleaners in the courtroom. Like, we had a case. You can't, like, block off a bathroom because you feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, you got to go to the bathroom. I think by, legal, by legal terms, if you have a certain amount of people in a building, you're supposed to have a bathroom. There was a bathroom, and they put couches stacked upon each other so you couldn't get in the bathroom. They stacked. <laughs> I'm like, there's the furniture. They put an out of order uh, yeah. sign on. Out of order. order. It wasn't out no, of order. No, you're just blocking it. It worked fine. It was a great, great toilet. Somebody uh, somebody put a peace sign on the wall, and they lost it. I don't know who spray painted a peace. Whoever did that really room. made life difficult for us for a long time. Yeah, they did. They, it, 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 I, I, very poorly. All right. So um, Rory McIlroy is the most expensive golfer, Cam, $11,600. Yep. Uh, Jason Day. So McIlroy and Day are the co-favorites, actually to win the tournament. They're both uh, matched uh, with the prices here at DraftKings. 
Rory is 11,600. Jason Day is 11,400. Spieth, 11 1. Justin Thomas, a player that I know you've got your eye on here, 10,800. DJ is 10 3. Ricky Fowler, of course, has won here before, 9 6. John Rahm. John Rahm intrigues me. His game he's, intrigues me. But he's very, very good for the price. But I'm starting to wonder if he has the temperament to actually win on this course. It's Yeah, that's tough. John Rahm can be the best. And he's gone into Europe and he's won Gabe and he's done it everywhere. That's the thing, though. Like, if he puts one ball in the water on 17, it'll become two or three. He's a hothead. But I like hotheads because, you know what? Problem with golfers, sometimes, you know what I mean? They're just the malaise. They go through it. His emotions actually work for him more than they don't. Like, he gets angry and stuff, and then he'll come back with a birdie and eagle and stuff. Like, he's a time bomb, but I'm telling you, it works for him. That's just, He's just got a fiery personality. Like, some guys, like Yvonne Lendl was a robot in tennis. Johnny yep. McEnroe was emotional. Sometimes you got you got to play to your strengths. John Rahm is not going to become a boring golfer. He's a guy that just wants to get it done. He I liked uh, Lendl when I was a kid. Yeah, you were a Lendl man? Well, I was a Bjorn Borg fan. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Bjorn Borg was amazing. Yeah, Borg. Boris Becker. I used to enjoy Boris Becker's game, too. What, is he a redhead? Yes, that's why. <laughs> Simply because that. And the girlfriend at the time, when I was rating, she, yeah, she was a tennis fan. She liked Boris Becker, so I thought I'd, I'd let that one stick. But simply, yes, it's nothing Rory, He was a good player, though. Rory McIlroy. <laughs> You know what? Even as a kid, I thought McEnroe complained too much, right? So he I did like, complain too. Up, yeah, right? yeah. So Lendo was more of a true pro. Uh, He's like, I'll just beat you with Lendo my was just, yeah. He didn't Lendo talk. was a true robot. Oh, yeah. Right. So Rory... He's got uh, four top uh, 12s yep. in his last five appearances here, but he hasn't won. That's the thing, Marenzi. Look at the years. So I'm not in really love with Rory. No, I wouldn't spend from a DFS or even from a betting perspective. I'm not spending money on Rory. I'm there. not either. Rory McIlroy will break your heart, too. Right now, he's loose with a lot of clubs. Guys, putting him in the water last week, double bogeys. He had one good putting week where he won. He hasn't had one since. But take a look, Gabe, at, at the record here at TPC Sawgrass. 35th. 12th, it's good, yeah, 8, 6, 8, but you said it. These are top 10 bets. He hasn't won there yet, and you're getting no value. He's overpriced in that price range. I'll tell you, I'd rather have Day for $200 less. I'd rather have Spieth for $500 less. Not sure about DJ, but Fowler, Rom, all those other guys I would take, and especially Thomas, Justin uh, Thomas. It has to be in your lineup. For the record, uh, the uh, the best scoring average at the Players' Championship over the last uh, five years, Molinari. Molinari's on fire. McElroy, Garcia, Matsuyama. And uh, Garcia, of course, um, has put a few balls in the drink uh, here before. What about uh, Hideki uh, this weekend? Really, um, I'm not uh, ever really interested in it. We don't talk about uh, from, from a from taking him perspective. But Tiger Woods, seems to me a lot of people think Tiger Woods uh, bounces back after last week, uh, this week, uh, Cam. I'm not going to take Tiger Woods. I still think you know, it, it, the problem with Tiger Woods, Gabe, is he's inflated. It doesn't matter. Like, even when he plays bad, people in the DFS world and in the ga- gambling world are like, hey, I want to bet on Tiger Woods. I want him to win. And right there, you're not getting any um, line value. He hasn't shown me anything yet. He's been too inconsistent. He can't get it together for four rounds. It's a problem. I'm going to tell you, though, when you look at Hideki Matsuyama, I really want to take him, and the price is decent. He's a good golfer, but look, 22nd, 7th, 17th, 23rd. He's another guy that he just can't get over the hump. He cannot putt the ball, and his driver hasn't been that straight this year. So I hate to say it, but I'd look at I'd look at guys like Ricky Fowler a little bit more. I would look at, yeah, Patrick Reed is a guy that could play well there too, but out of the big guys, i got to take Justin Thomas. 
And, um, uh, yeah, it, like, Rory has a great track record. In Sergio, even. But you know what, Sergio? He'll break your heart, too. He's a tough guy to back, Gabe. That's, that, that's the thing. But Henrik Stenson is another guy that I love this week. I'm going to be betting him at 25-1. to 1. Take a look at this. He's got 16th and a missed cut. But other than that, 17th, 5th, 15th, 1st. That's the thing. He's been kind of all or nothing there, right? Like a missed cut or potentially a win. So I love Henrik Stenson from a DFS and gambling perspective. You're getting a guy that's as good as these guys at 25. 20, on Bet365, he's 28 to 1, where these other guys are 14 and 16 to 1. Henrik Stenson, top 20 in four of his last six appearances here. Yep. Number one uh, on the PGA Tour right now in strokes gained. Yes. It's a nice combination. It sure is, Marenzi. I'm telling you, like, I... Justin Thomas and Stenson seem to be sort of the two dudes that really stick out as far as metrics uh, are concerned. And I like them uh, both. Justin Thomas uh, put up a 65 in the final round here a couple of years ago. Uh, He's in the top 10 right now in strokes gained on approach shots. Seems to me it's all about the approach uh, shots here, Kemp. Approach shots and putting. Yeah, and when you look at the guys, Justin Thomas has got one of the best approaches. Putting, that kind of really hurts Rory McIlroy. It helps guys like Ricky Fowler. He's a, he's a good putter. And you know who it helps the most? Jordan Spieth. You want to talk about a guy that has a crazy track record here? He His debut in 2014, he finished fourth. Then listen to this. Miscut, miscut, miscut. Spieth has a lot of... You know, think about Spieth is sometimes, too, like... He's, he's a wicked putter, but he can get really loose with his irons. And in the wind, that's not a good recipe, Gabe. That's not a good recipe. He won't be in uh, on my team, and I think he's too much money from a DFS perspective. Uh, Ricky Fowler, any interested in uh, Ricky I did want Fowler. I couldn't put him in my lineup. Uh, he's won, He won the event in 2015. He came second in 2012, but no. And another, very similar to Spieth, a lot of missed cuts. All or nothing. He'll do really well, fin- win or finish top five, or uh, not make the cut. Only 39th in approach shots. Eh. So far this year on tour. It's okay. Uh, DeChambeau. Yeah. DeChambeau is an amazing golfer. Like, I was actually This is the first time he's ever played here. That's tough. That's very tough. SMU grad, the guy with the physics. I was telling my buddies, I was telling him about, like, he uses the same length of clubs and stays close to the ball. Very similar to Jim Furyk, but even closer to the ball. DeChambeau has been a stud. But you're right, Gabe. This is a, t- a tournament. I'm not going to put my eggs in his basket because of the lack of experience there. But D- Bryson DeChambeau is a guy from DFS and gambling. He's going to be in my six packs a lot because he's wicked. A guy uh, that we haven't talked about uh, much uh, this week, Ian Poulter in the 50 to 1 uh, range, Cam. He's played very well here. Wow. Uh, in the past. Does he ever? He uh, Listen to this one, Gabe. So, so Ian Poulter in this tournament has finished second. Then he went 57th. 30th with him but then watch this run 25th second 21st 28 yeah like this is a guy that obviously gets a paycheck here think about Ian Poulter too is he's got new confidence uh this year uh he, he had one bad round and he was gonna sulk it up and I remember his coach said hey asshole like what do you do like like his, his buddy got in his face and basically said you used to be one of the better guys I don't know what's going on with you. Stop sulking and come back. And know what he did, Gabe? He, I think he fired like a 62 or 63 and ended up like, like he, Ian Poulter's a guy, very emotional player too. But I like I like where you're going with this. I think he's a guy that can really ride a hot wave. Remember, he lost his game for a while, very similar to Lee Westwood, but he's gaining his game back. And a veteran player at Sawgrass, I think, is a good move. I think Ian Poulter might be a sneaky DFS pick. Yeah, um, some some serious, serious uh, pedigree in the past. Uh, he's finished uh, runner-up here twice. Twice, yeah. Twice uh, before. Yeah. Um, 
puts him in the category of a 25.4 average finishing position at the players. It's a nice numbers here. Now, a guy also in the same uh, range here, Cam, Patrick Cantlay. Patrick Cantlay. What do you make uh, What do you make of Cantlay coming into uh, this week? I think Cantlay can win the tournament. I'm betting him at 55 to 1. I'm probably going to put more than $20 on him at uh, 55 to 1 because I'm going to take six guys in the six pack and two bombs. Cantley's in my six pack. I like him from a DFS perspective. He's only played this uh, tournament once before, and I think he did really, really well, too. So uh, Patrick Cantley is a guy, yes. Patrick Cantley finished 22nd in his debut, which is very strong. He's a lot better of a golfer from this point. UCLA guy, Gabe, only issue I have with him is his bunker play. For a pro, that's the only thing he's lacking. He hits it straight. He's got a great short game, but his bunker play, it's weird. He just doesn't, most pros love going in the sand. Like Justin Rose says he'd rather be in the sand than anywhere in his life. He loves the beach. Can't lay. For him to take it up a level, you can't be leaving seven, eight-foot putts. you got to put it within a couple couple feet when you're in the bunkers. I love him this week, though. I think he's a great, great debut, great pick. He's on my team. All right. I, I love his chances. All right, guys. Check out uh, um and use the promo code $1. Yes. Uh, one word, $1. $1. Get the, uh, get the whole month yep. of all the content, all the analysis, all the uh, optimizers, projections, live chat. Use the same tools that the millionaire makers that use. DailyRoto.com. Use promo code $1. That's right, man. The month will only cost you $1. Don't be an idiot. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Light up Lock Live continues. TPC Sawgrass. Matt C. Amacab, $8,500, as I was mentioning. He's got a good pedigree here, decent form. Very good price. Best uh, average uh, scoring finish in, in the last uh, five years, 70.75. Yeah, Matt C. is a guy, I'm going to tell you, Gabe, I really thought he was going to take it up a notch. When we talk about the t- top players in the world, yeah, he's got a little bit of a wall. The it's last like the, two it's, years, yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, speed, you know, and then you talk about J- Jason Day is definitely part of the conversation. Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, and Rory actually he's trailing them a little bit right now till he gets his putting together. But I expected Hideki Matsuyama to be in that group. He just can't get it done. That's the problem. Like, and then one weekend, I remember he put it all together sticking shots within a foot, you know what I mean? Because he didn't have those long putts, and then he won by like six shots. But that happens only once in a blue moon. Hideki Matsuyama is not consistent, and that's what we know now about the guys like Jason Day 
and, and Justin Thomas. Even when they don't win, they get you you know a top ten or whatever. That's the problem with Hideki. Too many missed cuts. He's really, really, really got to work on his putting. Like it's getting to a point. It's costing him a lot of money. How much is JB Holmes? JB Holmes is a guy. Seventy one hundred. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh no, he's cheap. Cam. He's in the bottom of the barrel right there. But I got a couple. He other... has played well here. I got a couple other options instead of JB. And he's Holmes. also imploded here before. That's but, true. That's pretty much the case of everybody that's played here. Right? That's true. No, but but I'm thinking guys that I like even more uh, in that same range. Sean O'Hare. I think he's playing a lot better. Uh, he's playing a lot better golf, and he also has a pretty good track record. Listen to this one. Uh, yeah, he's got an eleventh there, nineteenth, twenty second. He's, he's he's done some stuff like other guys, a few missed cuts. But I'm telling you, Kyle Stanley, um, nine to one. I'm getting him, Gabe, or top ten or better. I think that is a wicked play. I think he's not in the truest form right now, but he can play well. And Canadian Adam Hadwin. Why are people like? Why is he so cheap? Adam Hadwin is a fantastic golfer. He will play well at this course. He has a great short game. And even in his debut, he did okay. So, like, this is a guy I think you want to talk about from 100 to 1 from a gambling perspective and on DraftKings, a very good price. Hadwin, uh, Hadwin's short game is good. His irons are, uh, this guy's a good player. Oh, he's a yeah, great, total player. He's got good control and, of the ball. And he great call, Marenzi, and he's also a streak putter. When his putting goes well, it goes really, really well. He's a guy who can go really low, too. Don't let his little physique fool you. Like, this guy is a very, very dangerous golfer. I have Adam Hadwin on one of my teams for sure. So. Uh, there's a lot of guys in this price range, Cam, that are pretty attractive. We, you know, we were just talking about J.B. Holmes, $7,100. Adam Hadwin is about seventy-three. What about uh, Cameron Smith? Very good. Cameron Smith, the young Australian, he's getting better every week. Uh, he's really going to be very close to taking it up a notch. The tournament win that he has was a pairs event uh, at last year's Zurich Classic off the top of my head. Yeah, Jonas Blix was his partner. I remember that. And Cameron Smith, though, is actually showing up at majors and making cuts and doing really well. Great call by you, Marenzi. That's a good eye. Cameron Smith is a guy. I went with Hadwin and Kyle Stanley, but Cameron Smith was a guy that I think many should consider. Now, here's a guy as well, Cam, that uh, we used to talk about often, and our boy Cameron 2, Drew, who uh, we miss Cameron 2, Drew. I miss him a lot. Um, he's still alive, though. I know, year. but he's, he's a hard guy to chase down. Even when you want to see him, he's got he's got a wife and hockey and stuff like that. You know, you know what I mean? I want to hire him to be my IT guy. He's too busy. Yeah, he's too uh, busy. Yeah, he's too busy. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, yeah, he's too busy even for for the visit. Yeah, 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 even for the old drop-in. You know, I want to take him out for a couple he's brews. He's too busy cutting uh, tape for Impact Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But one of his yes, favorite yes. golfers, and I swear to God, he bet on him every week, and he took him in DraftKings every week, Siwoo Kim. He's the defending champion, man. Siwoo Kim, $7,200. He's the defending champion. It's pretty cheap. Like He's cheap. Like all these other guys. He's the defending champion, but he's not in good form. That's the thing. But you know what? Siwoo Kim, maybe he gets some magic. Horses for courses, they call it, buddy. Some guys, like, you know when you get back to Augusta, some guys just lick their chops. It's like one of those tournaments, you know. Ooh, I always, I, I always play well at this course. Maybe Siwoo Kim has some love with uh, TPC Sawgrass because that price is pretty low. All right, it seems like Henrik Stenson, he's on my is team. A must is a must play at eighty eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, so Henrik eighty two eighty. Uh, yeah, he's eighty eight hundred. Yeah. So Henrik, okay, here, here, listen to this one, people. You got Rory McIlroy at eleven thousand six hundred. Sure, he can win the golf tournament. You got Jason Day, one last week, 11,400, who I do like. Speeth, 11,100. DJ, 10,300. You got Henrik Stenson, who's an elite player at 8,800. Way cheaper, a good value play. Six top tens this year. We'll get very close, won't get rattled. 
Gabe, I think he's a must-play. Like, I think he's going to finish top 10, and you got six guys on a DraftKings team? Why not? Uh, we haven't talked about Tony Finau, but uh, it's I'm not, not, taking, not really a course for this guy, is it? I'm not taking Finau this week, even though I, I talked to a couple people who kind of like him. I don't know how he's going to play. Finau does a lot of good things, man. He murders the ball off the tee. He's an absolute giant. He's like, just you just look at the man, he's a bear. And uh, still, it's one of those things, man. you got to putt better. And his putting has really cost him a couple tournament wins on tour. I just can't back him, Gabe. He's a very good player, but the price is a little bit too high. He's not going to be on my team. I've got a real good team so far. Nice. I've got I, I, I know. I see. I, I'm waiting for my team, and you're building your team right I'm now. Building right like. now. Well, listening I, to I, what we're putting together here, I, I got Henrik Stenson. Yep. Justin Thomas. Yes, I got them both too. Hideki Matsuyama. Ooh, you fit him in. Patrick Cantlay. <laughs> Adam Hadwin. Okay. It's a great team. It actually is a great team. And I've got $7,100 left. I'll find you a guy for 71 Which gives me the choices of uh, Schneider Jans, uh, Laird, Streelman. Hostler, and here's my boy JB Holmes. That's who I'm going to go with. That's my yeah. team. So yeah, so, so yeah. Let me see seventy. So what do you have? Seventy one hundred left. I'm going to go through the seventy one. I'm done. You're done. Don't waste your time. Okay, I was going <laughs> to. I was going to suggest Sean yeah. O'Hare. Yeah, yeah, Sean O'Hare. Yeah, I kind of like Sean O'Hare out of there. Uh, I don't mind Bud Colley at that price. Uh, no, but I like I like where you're going with that. You got to feel your gut. If uh, he's your guy, he's your guy. What about uh, Alexander Levy? Oh, he's a Frenchman. Uh, very successful on the European tour. Getting Le- better all so the time. It's actually Levy. Yeah, Levy, but we will call him Levy. Alexandre Levy. Uh, Al- Alex Levy. Yeah. Alexandre <laughs> Levy. He's a good player, but uh, I'm not going to take him this week at 7,000. You know what, though? Dude's, give, dude's been killing you know it, dude. Me, on, give, on a Euro tour? Yes. He's coming, he I won know. a couple of weeks ago. T14 in China. Lexi, you, we might come to regret that this guy T4 is not on the tour. T4 the week before. I know. Uh, and, oh, man, this guy's just traveling the world kicking ass. You got me thinking about this. Seriously. You brought up this name I for a reason. I, I, I you brought I up want, this. I might some, want J.B. Holmes out and the Frenchman in. Okay, I like it. I like where you're going. And I'll tell you another thing. Remember when Mayo won the $20,000, right? We did that DraftKings show there. I remember when we were talking. Kudaya, that, that other wicked yeah. Japanese guy who's playing better than Hideki Matsuyama. You know how he won? Because he put him in his lineup. He, was, he came back. That was actually the one tournament Siwoo Kim was playing well in. But Kadaya came in there. He won in a playoff. And now he's only, I'm telling you, these there's, Euro tour there's a bias against own. these other exactly. players in the world. You're an Asian. You're a, you're a racist. Because Kadaya should be uh, 7,600. He's 7,100. Levy should be 7,700, 7,800. He's 7,000. There is a bias toward the European players that nobody knows. And I'll tell you, Ask Mayo, man. He threw a couple of those guys in his lineup. He won 20K. I like where you're going with Levy. Very good angle. Levy's in. Levy. Alex Levy. Ross Fisher is very interesting to me at $7,100. That guy's a good golfer. Another guy, British guy, doesn't get a lot of respect, but you know what? I should have given the pick in, uh, entirely in French. C'est le TPC, on saw grass on Floride. Moi, je choisi Alexandre Levy. C'est juste uh, 7,000 pièces. Uh, c'est un bon, bon bargain. C'est un bon deal. <laughs> bon bargain. <laughs> yeah, in French, they, they drop that in Quebec. <laughs> a, so, so bargain is bargain. No, people will say like uh, deal. Say un bon deal. Bon deal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they'll throw like the English word yeah. in there. I like that. <laughs> bon bargain, bon yeah. deal. Alexander uh, Levy. All right, so I got Stenson Thomas, Matsuyama, yep. Cantelay, Hadwin, and Alexander Levy, Cam Stewart. What do you got? Well, Marenzi, 
They say great minds think alike. Let's hope this is not a Dylan Bundy moment. I'm going to start things off with Justin Thomas at the $10,800. I absolutely love it. This is the thing on DraftKings. 11 for 11 cuts, two wins, and averaging 92.3 DraftKings points per tournament. That's nuts. That's through the roof. It's better than everybody. Sign me up. And then next, we're going to go with uh, Henrik Stenson at $8,800. Another great player on your team. Nine of 10 cuts. 69.7 69.7 scoring average, 80.6 fantasy points solid. And Gabe, look at the last three tournaments, T5, T6, 4. Sign me up. Kevin Kisner finished second at this event before, 8 of 12 cuts. I like the situation. Uh, hey, he finished T7 at the RBA, RBC Heritage. Kisner's a guy I like. This is my sleeper. I'm going with Alex Noren. Not in the best current form, but a good player for this course. Horse for the course. 11 of 13 cuts. Hey, this guy's very, very solid. Lots of top 10s. Sign me up. And now the bargain basement, Adam Hadwin. Think about Hadwin. That's nuts, Gabe. 12 of 12 cuts. It's insane. He's $7,300. In his last five events, T16, 24th, 12th, T9, T6. Are you kidding me? What a price. And Kyle Stanley Tools at $7,200. He's made 10 of 12 cuts, top 15 in two of his last three events. That's one of my teams. I have another team, too. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, I, I mixed it up. Tommy Fleetwood at $8,200. 15 to 16 cuts, seven top 10s this year. Justin Thomas. I like Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. We didn't talk that yeah, much about I, 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 He's in my second team. I had to put him in because I needed to get these guys in. This is why I did it second team. Justin Thomas remains my strength at $10,800 as the big gun. Kisner stays on the team at $8,000. But here's where things change. After Alex Norman, I went with Patrick Cantlay because I have to get him on one of my DK teams. Eight of nine cuts, three top 10s, and Emiliano Grillo at $7,500. This is nuts, Gabe. Let me give you something here. 14 of 14 cuts made this year. And look at these performances. T9, 16th, T3. Like this guy is a money-making machine, and he's priced way too low. Emiliano Grillo. Grillo. And uh, as far as uh, betting purposes are concerned, uh, how are you handling uh, this tournament? Well, I don't want to say uh, Bretzky, I got a 36-pack, but I got I got a six-pack and two bombs, so I got an eight-pack. You know what Henry Rollins said? I got a six-pack six and nothing to do. I got a six-pack, and I don't need you. I got an eight-pack. Where's my missing four? Justin Thomas, 16-1. to one. He's the top guy. Henrik Stenson, 28-1. to one. Yes, Tommy Fleetwood, 55 to 1. A guy you know, Gabe. Patrick Cantley, 55 to 1. Alex Noren, 66. And Kevin Kisner, 66 to 1. Those are the bets. And a sprinkle plays in top 10s. Kyle Stanley, 95 to 1. Adam Hadwin, a cool 100 to 1. Those are That's the six-pack and ten, top 10 bets. Justin Thomas, plus 150 to go in top 10. Stenson, plus 275. Cantley, plus 475. Grio plus 600, Norin plus 550, Fleetwood plus 475, Kisner plus 600, and Adam Hadwin, a smooth 9-1 to one to finish top 10. TPC Sawgrass starts tomorrow morning. I just realized I have a lot of bets, Gabe, and things really need to go well. It's kind of like that tournament where I went bonkers on and remember Jason Day, oh, I got vertigo, my mom was sick, or something happened, and he left, and I went, I looked at my account afterwards and went, Wow, I spent a lot of money. You're going to get blisters <laughs> on your fingers from clicking so much. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we got baseball lineups, too. You want to win two tickets to the World Series? Uh, you can win two tickets to a World Series game on the uh, courtesy of DKMS. Go to DKMS slash FNTSY. DKMS slash FNTSY. Play daily fantasy baseball for free. 
And uh, if you're really good at it, uh, you can win two tickets to the World Series. So it's free. Check it out and uh, participate. And also check out D- DKMS.com and support their fight against a blood cancer. Let's talk some uh, baseball DFS. We'll get to our baseball bets as well. Uh, we were way off last night with our pitchers. We're, we're going, uh, we're jumping back in here tonight, uh, though, all right? We're jumping back in. Last night, Cam, the, last night the Kansas City Royals hit four home runs in the first inning. Uh, but current Kansas City Royals are only hitting 208 against uh, Kashner and 48 at-bats with no home runs. I'm taking Kashner. The cash man. I'm taking Kashner, and I'm betting on the Orioles uh, tonight to bounce back and uh, win this uh, baseball game. I really like what the Atlanta Braves uh, are doing. I like what the uh, the Braves. They have the perfect mix of young and old. Like Nick Markakis yeah. is playing good. They got they got young studs with a couple good veterans. It's a really really good mix there. They I really agree. are. They really are. And so we talk about Julio Turan being much better on the road. Um, he struggled out of the gate uh, this year, and in fact, in his first three starts of the season, Julio Turan had a seven point zero seven earned run average. Since then, he's got a one five seven earned run average. Uh, opponents are only hitting one sixty five against him. Um, in in his last uh, four starts, he's only given up four runs, Cam. 13 hits, 23 strikeouts. I like the Atlanta Braves uh, tonight. Low-scoring game. I think they beat uh, Tampa. Julio Turan's going to be one of my pitchers. I've got Andrew Kashner, as we mentioned. Uh, Royals went off last night. Baseball's a strange sport. They probably get, uh, they score one run or something uh, tonight. So we were talking about, uh, I basically stacked the Blue Jays tonight, Cam. I kind of like that. I, I know what I, I did. I stacked them, and I've got a, I got a couple of Baltimore Orioles. I stacked the Orioles yeah. tonight. Like, I got a super Oop. Orioles shoop, stack. Shoop, shoop, shoop. <laughs> yeah, I got Jonathan Shoop. Column scope, his name Shoop. Whoa, thirty five hundred bucks. Shoop, uh, Jonathan Shoop. So basically, that's where I went. So listen, we got Wade LeBlanc on the hill last night. Seattle no hit the Toronto Blue Jays. I think that uh, there'll be sort of a um, a a a turnaround. Uh, a, a, how about the Jays rake LeBlanc? Yeah, exactly. come out to the woodshed. There's a lot of guys on the Blue Jays that do uh, rake LeBlanc, including Russell Martin, four for nine. Uh, he's got a double. Uh, he's got an RBI against uh, LeBlanc. Uh, how about this? Justin Smoke. Cam, Justin Smoke has two at-bats, all right, in his career. And, uh, man, I miss Tony Sincata saying yeah. two at-bats, Cam. It's a small sample size. <laughs> yeah, but he's hit home runs to both the bats. I like that. That's a, no, that's a good enough sample size for me. Two two tries, yeah. two dingers. I know. It's a good, but enough, Tony, good Tony's enough right, though. A lot of our sample sizes are, good, are very small. I know, but... <laughs> Two at bats, two home runs. I like it. I mean, I'm with so you. I've got Russell Martin, who's four for nine against LeBlanc. I've got uh, Justin Smoke, who's two for two with two home runs. Cam mentioned Shoop. Uh, we're going against Scoglin. Scoglin's a gas can. An ERA of uh, six eight uh, four. I love his name, Scoglin. Scoglin. Hey, Scoglin. Scoglin. Yeah. He's got like that. Like, he, he, it's the name. Like he should be a Minnesota Vikings player. Scoglin. Shoop uh, hits uh, lefties uh, pretty, pretty well. Uh, Josh Donaldson. Yes. Taking Josh Donaldson tonight. He's got similar numbers as well to Russell Martin against LeBlanc. He's four for nine, Cam, with two home runs, three runs, four RBIs. So listen, between Donaldson and between um, between Smoke, they've got uh, four home runs against uh, LeBlanc. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. One of them's hitting a home run again tonight, and I wouldn't be surprised if they both uh, did tonight. All right, so here where we're pitching on Scoglin here, Cam Manny Machado. Manny Machado. In my lineup. Uh, yeah, he's got a, a 421 Woba. Um, he's, he's absolutely crushes, crushes left-handed uh, pitchers. 
crazy, man. The I like all these new stats and stuff. You should just be the, we call it the crack of the bat. Now yeah. they've got actual hard contact. Oh, yeah. rate. Hard contact rate, everything. Man. Hard contact rate's a good giver, though. It's very important. It is because you know you can look at a pitcher who might have like wins and losses, yeah. and you're but like, he gives yeah. up, but if he gives up hard contact, it means he could be lucky it's a lot of the catch time. Catch up to him, exactly. Damn right. So uh, yeah, I like Machado. Uh, how about we're talking about the Braves? How about this Acuna kid, man? Twenty uh, Acuna Junior. As soon as Junior, 20, uh, 20 years old. I got Bryce Harper. He's, wow. he's on an 0-16 run right now. Not anymore. I like that. Time to buy in. J.D. Martinez as well has lit up Tanaka. All right, Kevin's got a baseball lineup. we got picks. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Nirvana for you, friend. DFS style. Oh, now we're seeing. Uh, Got to do a lineup check, double check. Harper, he's sitting. What? Yeah, 0 for 16. Now he's sitting. How about baseball? <laughs> that's the thing about baseball. You got to be really. Uh, that's the thing. We're got like. Well, you know what it is. I'll be juggling. honest. Uh, you know what it is. Actually, I do the lineups. Uh, I do the lineup earlier in the day, right? So. I don't know the baseball lineup earlier in the day. And exactly. then I got a hit. I got a hit. Um, I got a hit refresh after and check my lineup and see, all right, who's actually scratched uh, here. It's frustrating, though, with baseball, man. You know, you deal with this, cra- this crap with, uh, with basketball, but. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's very, very. I got, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I, I think it's absolutely crazy. I'm not paying for. I'm not paying for pitching tonight, Gabe. I'm basically going to go. And Mookie Betts was actually the questionable. He's listed as questionable. No way, because I got Mookie Betts in my lineup. Uh, he's good. Okay, good. The, the day-to-day is Ooh. gone. Mookie Betts is starting. And thanks to Mohamed Jamba for saying, hey, guys, Harper, Harper scratched. So, yeah, Harper's out, and uh, we put Betts in. Harper's out. Betts is in. I like that. No, I think Betts is going to – he's the one guy from Boston I really, really like. I took – I took yeah, Gabe, I can't believe it. I have one – Two, three, four Baltimore I'm Orioles. I'm going to go yell at our intern right now. I'm going to go yell yeah, off my balcony at the yeah. girl uh, in, in my backyard <laughs> with a dog. Hey, hey, why didn't you tell me Harper was scratched an hour ago? Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's very, you know, it's, that's baseball. Like, we're sitting there. We got nine different lineups going through the golf. Like, these things change, like, quick, man, like, real quick. Gabe, I got a wicked team for you. I think All you're right. really gonna like it. All right, let me just recap then. Yeah, no, you gotta recap your team. Yeah, yes. everybody's everybody's good to go except uh, Harper here. So I got Julio Turan, Cashner, Russell Martin, Smoke, Shoop, Donaldson, Machado, Betts, J.D. Martinez, and uh, this this Phenon kid. Man, he's killing it with the Braves. Asuna Junior. Yes. There's my lineup. What do you got, Cam? Gabe, I'm going to the bargain bin with one of my pitchers tonight, and I actually switched it because. 
I'm thinking, if I think this team is going to win the game, because I did my lineup earlier too, I originally had Nick Pavetta in my lineup, but I, I like the Giants for betting purposes tonight. So I'm actually going to change things up. I'm going to be a little bit crazy here, and I'm going with Stratton. Mark Lawrence brought up some good numbers with Stratton, and actually he's not doing too bad. I know his ERA is around four, but he's three and two. He gets you some Ks. This guy's going to be okay. He's $5,900. Like, I'm talking cheap, cheap, cheap pitcher, and I think the Giants win tonight, and I'm going with Alex Wood from your Los Angeles Dodgers. I like the situation. I think the Dodgers beat down Arizona tonight, and I think Wood is going to have a, a wicked performance. Now we go to the team. We have so much money left because of the pitching. We're going to go load up. You should see my outfield, Gabe. It's absolutely <laughs> lethal, but we're going to start a catcher with Buster Posey against uh, Philadelphia. I like his uh, his situation tonight. I think the San Francisco Giants are going to rake. They're going to get to Pavetta, and this is the beautiful thing. We have a four patty stack with Baltimore Orioles. I did some research. They have no current history against Scoglin, though. That's one thing. None of these guys have seen him before. I really don't care because I think Scoglin sucks. So I'm going to go with Trey Mancini at first base right yeah, I like, now. I, I was looking at Mancini as well. Trey Mancini at first base, yeah. I think, is going to be the play. He's only $3,600, and I really like, I think they're going to be all over these guys. I think Baltimore's a team that's going to score close to 10 runs tonight. You call him Shoop, Scope, Shoop, Shoop, Jonathan Scope. $3,500, another Baltimore shoop, Oriole. Shoop, shoop, shoop. Just put some sh- put some damn money in my wallet. $3,500. You should actually get a deal with Scope, huh? Yeah, hi, I'm Jonathan Scope for Scope. Yeah, yeah I just look, look, look. He goes, who needs Listerine? I'm a Scope man. Yeah, anyway. I, that's another thing about Listerine. Like, a lot of people like Mayo is talking about that stuff. It gives you, if you got cankers in your mouth, it really stinks. Well, you know, they call I like Scope because it's call, more sugary. They call them in a the clubhouse. Shoop. 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 <laughs> hey, Shoop. He's $3,500, Gabe. That sounds cheap to me. And as we mentioned before, I really think Baltimore is going to tee off. Josh Donaldson. We love him tonight, Gabe. He's on your team, too. Look at this guy eating lefties up. And, hey, this one's for Tony. Small sample size, nine at-bats, but two home runs versus LeBlanc. And I'll tell you something, batting 444 as well. I love the fact that he's hit two dingers. We like the Jays to respond. So $4,800 for Donaldson. Manny Machado. Gabe likes him. I like him. Great situation tonight. He has $4,900. Mookie, listen to this outfield. Mookie bets $5,800 against the Yankees. We didn't see runs last night. I think we're going to see some runs tonight. I think we're going to get to these pitchers. Giancarlo Stanton starting to heat up $4,900. And J.D. Martinez. We're talking huge outfield at $5,000. So my team, Gabe, Wood, Stratton, Posey, Mancini, Shoop or scope, whatever you like. Donaldson, Machado, Betts, Stanton, Martinez. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, baby. $200 left on the tab. I'm looking at the San Diego Padres tonight. Lucchesi's on the hill tonight. I, I had Lucchesi in can my that, other lineup. Can that sound like any more like a mob name? Yeah. Hey, guys, I told you. Hey, Lucchesi, you got to go down and down. Don't piss off the yeah. Lucchesi's. Yeah. Come on, Fat Tony. Hey. I'm not mad. I'm feeling... Stabby. That was great that we had. Oh, we, we had yeah, actually says he goes, Hey Cam, a lot of people have tried. You actually did a good job. He complimented me. I go, Thanks, Tony. Yeah, we had Fat Tony on from The Simpsons, and he, he actually wasn't where a jerk. Are, like, we asked him yeah. if he could speak like that, and yeah. he, he did. Yeah, like, I go, where are the pretzel monies, Homer? That's pretty good. That's pretty good if yeah. I close my eyes. Yeah, see, that's not bad, Brett. See, I can do a few things. Yeah. Random good, bird calls, which are all the same bird, and Fat Tony. I do a good impression of the, uh, the mobster that Fat Tony pissed off. What did I do to deserve this flat and flavorless-tasting Manhattan? <laughs> 
What Bart Bart was the bartender. Oh, yeah, Bart, 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 Bart was a good bartender. Fat Tony said, our bartender makes the best uh, the best martinis in Springfield. Bart, make him a drink. And Bart, like, doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> what did I do to deserve this flat and flavorless tasting Manhattan? That episode was on the other night, too, the Krusty the Ladder episode. I, ta- I taped it on the PBR just to watch it again with Homer's Clown School. Man. Oh, such classics. That's a great episode. I'll tell you something. They about, should just replace Don't they do it on H- Well, they do it on Just uh, make it the Raptors and the Cavaliers. Have, like, the guy come in and say, Krusty, you didn't bet all your money on the Raptors, Raptors. versus the Cal- Cavaliers. <laughs> look I at thought Le- the look Raptors at- were due. Look at LeBron. He's using a freaking ladder. LeBron could use a ladder. He could. The NBA wouldn't stop him. Oh, he'd say it's say yeah. It's just it's like when I was watching golf a long time ago. He doesn't ago. need a ladder though. I had money on the second place golfer, and patrons moved a boulder for Tiger Woods. Loose, yeah, loose impediment. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, was, I, I, was that, 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 was that boulder. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I go. That was the first time. Like I had like sports rage. Like you know what I mean? Like real. Like I was. Are you kidding me? Yeah, let's move a rock so this guy can win a golf tournament. Like, see, that's the way things were, man. Different strokes for different folks. Not everybody plays by the same rules, brother. You know that, Gabe. They moved a boulder. It's a boulder. What did I do to deserve this flavorless Diet Coke? <laughs> you poor bastard. You I'm know gonna, what, though? No, I'm going to go hit the store. I don't want my, my, ba- my bag. My bag's a little full. I it's can't helping. I carry 12 cans. It's a lot of My arms are. Yeah, but it's hurt. actually helping you in the long run because if I had a fridge full of, like, real Cokes, you'd be crushing them. I would be. Can I have another? You mind if I have another Coke there? You're right. And I, like, no, the, Diet Cokes, I don't care. I haven't drank one of them. That's the beautiful thing. I know. And I ask you, and, and you know, since I really don't enjoy the taste as much, I can get a can to go through the whole three-hour show. If you had Pepsis in there, I'd do four cans before we even hit the DFS. Although, out. you know what? I even do, though I said I've been uh, cutting down. I do have a, uh, a lady coming over, though. Diet Coke is a very lady-type oh, drink. She'll love it. With a diet. You know what the best thing about Diet Coke is, too, for a brown liquid? I know a guy who drinks Diet Coke and vodka. It goes with you know. I'll tell her too. Ryan I bought, Diet I'll Coke. Say, oh yeah, I went to the store and bought these. Yes, for exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, I no. know. I was thinking I had to get you mixed, baby. I got you some beautiful Diet Coke. She doesn't drink. Oh, okay. So I mean, mix. Yeah, Cam's like. <laughs> I'm not talking about your girlfriend. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, it's just soda, game. Just yeah, soda. we're talking about Coke and Diet Coke. Cam's talking about it in a mixing standpoint. I bought Soda Stream for my girlfriend. We've already done the math. I think we're saving thousands. We haven't even used it for. But this is all due to mix your alcohol with. Yes. So just you, just yeah, soda. You're, you're making your own soda to yeah. mix your booze But with. I don't make like, they, they're supposed to come with flavor packets for people that like to experiment. Hey, hey, little Jimmy, I got you some li- lemon lime or cherry or whatever. They have flavor packets. We've not bought one flavor packet. You keep it just we the, just use it for strict soda. Just the compressed gas. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Soda, 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 soda. And know what I do, though, to make it interesting? I go vodka, soda, but a new game, a little bit of orange juice, and a ginger ale topper gives you that nice little, you don't get sick of it as quick. Because soda, <laughs> after a while, I'm going to be honest with you, soda's pretty boring. It's just bubbles. It's water with bubbles. Yeah, and it's like the, um, it's like those uh, pop shop uh, cream sodas. Yeah. It's just too, too sugary. Yeah, that's the thing. Just too sugar. Those put you like I got to be honest. At least with if you. you're drinking vodka, you're doing it with orange juice or exactly. something. It's not that bad. Exactly. Exactly. You're drinking a lot of orange oh, juice. The pop shop stuff took years off our lives. Like you woke up, you got you got uh, your brain wires are all mangled. I basically looked at the sugar content of that drink. It's like drinking like one of those 
uh, vodkas and pop shop is like drinking three cans or four, four cans of Coke per can. And we were drinking multiple cans. Like we might have been drinking like 30 Cokes that night. Yeah, I drank a lot of cans of those things. Oh, after. They catch you know up. And they give you gut rot. The thing is, you don't really realize how messed up. You know, it's almost like that Four loco stuff. You don't really realize it at the time. You're like, man, it just tastes like cream soda. But it's 7.5% vodka. Right, so yeah, you pound back nine, ten, twelve of those things. Next thing you know, yeah, you're in another dimension, and you're mixing yep. in everything else. I'm going to tell you, it's very similar to edibles from yes. the marijuana yeah, market. Yeah, like I told you, I went down and did this cooking show with Scrovy. The guy puts uh, one of those edible pucks on my steak. He goes, "Dig in." I'm lathering up the steak in it. I'm putting the potatoes in it. I'm sitting there, Marenzi. We had a radio show. It's when we were doing Red Heat and Rage at ten o'clock. I met my girlfriend at a bar for a drink. I started sweating to a point of, like, through my shirt, whatever. Ah, oh, man, I'm telling you, it was creeper. It just kept on going, Yeah, I just came down before the radio show, man. Those edibles are really tricky. Got to get these uh, bets in. Yeah, get them in. I've had a problem recently with this. Why, for them not parlaying well, the stuff? Or just, oh, 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 is it, missing. Is it yeah. doing the line thing again, or did you get that fixed? Oh, something we didn't get to, actually. No, you know what? It's uh, only certain uh, sports now the line thing is uh, whacked. Interesting. No, yeah. but you know, I bet at times at Bet365, and you know they'll pay you, Cam. They'll pay you, Cam, if... Um, yeah, that's... If you have a four-run lead. If you have a four-run lead. Holy crap. <laughs> Grand rule double! I have too many pages on I, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know either. My, I muted my sound, though. Not me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Make it stop. Me, stop. Stop. Oh, yeah. that You hear about that? The Mets batted yes. bat out of order today. Yeah. Anyway, the Reds won two to one in extras. Yay! You can't open a damn website anymore without like videos. Cam, you heard that? You guys couldn't hear over the air. I hear it all. There was like four of them at once going at one point. So yeah, what's the deal today, Florio? The Mets batted out of order. This is a new low even for the New York Mets. Well, quite a week for the Mets, hasn't it been actually? Batting out of order. Yeah, they handed in a. uh, Apparently, they handed in a lineup card that was different from uh, the official one. So on the one they handed in, it had uh, as Jubal hitting third or second, I mean, and he actually ended up hitting second. He hit a double, uh, third. He hit a double, and then they were like, "Oh no, he's out!" And Mickey Calloway after the game was like, "Yeah, that probably cost us the game." And this stuff does yep. happen. There's there's blunders like this, but it's in the first inning. So yeah, you, you know. So uh, basically, in the first inning, uh, the 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 Reds won two one uh, today. <laughs> With one out in the first inning, Wilmer Flores uh, went up to the plate, batting second as the Mets intended. That's the lineup that they released uh, publicly, but that's the that's the lineup that was posted on their own dugout wall. However, it's not the one that the umpires received when first base coach Ruben Amaro Jr. delivered the official card. Hey, Ruben, you had one damn job, man. Uh, manager Mickey Calloway called an administrative thing that I didn't take care of. Dude, talk about throwing your guys under the bus. <laughs> Seriously. I didn't take care. Not me. You Quite good to hear in baseball. You, you said it though. That's like like you're just print, like how do you screw? Hey, it's pretty hard That's to screw. You're, you're you, a professional baseball. You team. gotta laugh about it yeah, after. And then Mickey Calloway says after it's frustrating. It probably costs us the game, dude. It was the first inning. Yeah, but it, it was, yeah, it was a two, it was two to one game. 
Yeah. The game went to extras, right? The Mets score early, they might win that game. Cam, they had another uh, they had another eight innings to make that up. Gabe, you can't leave runs on the field, buddy. That's Bush, Bush League of Callaway to throw the dude under the bus like that. Well, I just can't believe the mistake. It's that stupid. stuff happens. It shouldn't happen, though. It does happen. How often? I thought you would be... Uh, I thought uh, I'm the rage one. I thought you would be. Uh, no, I, I think it's unacceptable. So first, why don't we fire the guy? I don't think you should fire him, but you should get a stern warning. Like you screwed up, and it's a regular season MLB game. Like you, you got to wake up, wake up, man. Is it Ruben Amaro Jr.'s fault that uh, Matt Harvey's a dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. He's in Cincy now. Hey, ever since Harvey went to Cincy, they're two and zero. Good vibes. Go Reds. All right. The last what do you think the last time this happened? It's not that long ago. Uh it's only happened twelve times in a hundred years. The, yeah, okay. So it tells you it's pretty rare. Last time I'm gonna say a few couple three years ago. Two years ago, Brewers outfielder Ryan Braun batted out of uh, order in July of two thousand sixteen. Yep. Hard to believe, but uh eight years before that, the Mets and the Reds actually did the same thing. <laughs> it's the Mets and Reds thing. Yeah. Ironically enough, in 2008, the Mets and the Reds became entangled in a bizarre scenario when then-Mets manager Willie Randolph alerted umpires that David Ross had batted out of order. Ross's flyout was stricken from the record books, and the Mets came away with an out. But Ross was allowed to bat in his correct spot moments later and singled. <laughs> I don't even understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that sounds made up. I, I don't you know. I, I don't <laughs> I don't even understand that. All right. Plays of the day. Hopefully you guys bat in order here. Give me the Baltimore Orioles. Yes. And don't forget, they want to add a, add a rule in a couple of years where you can bat out of order. You can send anybody yeah, exactly. up you want. It's going to be nuts. Whatever, man. Amaro Jr. just thought that the rule had already changed. <laughs> uh, Baltimore Orioles, minus 115. Toronto Blue Jays, minus 125. So we're basically pitching on, uh, we're picking on who? Miley? We're picking on LeBlanc. We're picking on, yeah, 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 yeah Le- LeBlanc. No, Scoglin. Scoglin, yeah, yeah. The, the law firm of Scoglin and LeBlanc. Yeah, Scoglin, yeah. yeah, my bad. Miley, Miley's bad, too. <laughs> so He actually got hurt. Yeah, he got, he, he's actually got, he's, yeah. he's dinged up. So I got the Orioles. I got the Blue Jays. I got Julio Turan. Uh, Bryce Harper's out tonight. Doesn't matter, man. Matt Adams is on fire. Give me the Nationals, minus 140. Dodgers, minus 120. Boston Celtics end the season for Philadelphia. Over 204. Who do you have, Cam? Baltimore, minus 115. Jays, minus 125. Dodgers and San Francisco with Stratton, plus 105. I love the baseball card tonight, buddy. Let's get some winners. Fun time uh, today, guys. Thanks uh, thanks for tuning in. Keep it locked yep. in right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Scout Radio next.